God save the queen. She ain't no human being. There is no future in England's dreaming. Don't be told about what you want. Don't be about what you need. No future. No future. No future for you. You're the only one singing at this point. And me. And God save the queen. Da, 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 da. We mean it, man. Na, 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 na. We love our queen. Da, God saves. Done. And the only reason why I did it is it's the queen's birthday long weekend. Oh, it is. Oh, that's oh, that's right. why I did it. Do you so see the relevance? It's not now technically her birthday. But it's that's not, but we get it tomorrow off because it is her birthday that happened about three months ago. Any reason to have a day off? I'll take it. Fucking God bless her. And this is God why you vote no on the referendum. That's right. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. I'm not losing another fucking no, day. No, they might, they might call it Republic Day or something. Or Independence Day. Like <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Where's Will Smith when you need <laughs> that's it? That's right. Well, when's the anniversary of the Emu War that we lost? That should be our Oh, that's right. Day. What a fucking disgrace. The Emus beat us. <laughs> Go the Emus. <laughs> they are large birds. That's right. This is... Scary as fuck. Oh, they are. There's a whole suburb caught after him. Actually, a couple of years ago, this is a long time ago, this is a fucking little story. I was getting the train back from Central towards my place, and there were these two young Americans on the train, and I think they were trying to, they were traveling and they were looking for somewhere to, to get to. And one of them says, Emu Plains, that's where we're headed? Do they have emus there? <laughs> <laughs> of course they fucking do. Of course they do, yeah. This is Invert the Y episode 12.1, Stardate Log, Captain's Log, Stardate fucking 12.1.5. I'm over it. I'm it's done 12. with it. 12.1.6. It never changes. It's a, it's, a, it's a fucking time warp loophole that we just can't get ourselves out of. Let's do the time warp again. And the USS Invert the Y is again powered by Fairy Bread and sponsored by its mother. That's how fucking popular the USS Invert the Y is. And we've got two very special guests, and I've got a tear in my eye because it's a bit like a reunion. We've got Rocket Russell and Nervous Nathan, better known as the Pickle Bear, and joined as always by Jason Relaxation Fresh off a flight this morning from the good old US of A. That's right. Fuck me dead. That's a big effort, I've got to say. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We came far. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> I came very far. And I'm very frightened now. Thanks what for coming in, guys. What sort of range is projectile <laughs> gaming we refer Nathan, to? Nathan, our minds went in exactly the same direction. That's <laughs> what's great it's about It's a dribble that. these days. Uh, not oh. Ash. I thought we were discussing Ash in the car. We were talking about Ash piss. <laughs> Fucking what? Yeah, if your piss turns black, you're in trouble. Yeah. Mm. If it comes out as puffs of ash... I know a guy who was pissing shit. Oh, that's not good either. I had to get full-on surgery. Oh, really? Mm. How do you piss shit? I don't know. Well, What, it was coming through his... Yeah, do- out of his... What? what? He had an um, issue in his guts and basically was secreting out and then got into his, like, have a better word, piss stream. Fuck, I thought I had and problems. Then, uh, yeah, Jesus pretty big surgery. Christ! Yeah, I hope you wouldn't have one of those big solid ones. Like, oh my God. Imagine trying to pass that. Oh. And this is another reason why I don't eat corn. Could you imagine fucking... <laughs> oh, can you imagine passing Pit. that through your yeah. But you know what? If you pissed corn, you've got something to brag about that your doodle was big enough to piss corn. 
That's what I think. I don't know. Is that something you brag about? What I would. It? Baby corn, maybe, but... <laughs> no, I mean the full... But a whole baby corn or just like a little niblet of <laughs> no, baby corn? No, I was the kernels. I wasn't going that far. Can you tell me how a human being can eat corn? Yum, yum, yum. Oh, it's shit, actually. It's not yum. It's disgusting. Well, we can't digest it. Why put something in your body that comes out the same way it went in? We can't digest it's it. It's fucking wrong. Hum- humans, I don't trust actually, corn. You know, I don't trust it. This is no bullshit. I we don't trust we it. can't digest corn and neither can cattle. Right, and so and so the, the the big issue is they feed cattle corn, but they can't digest it properly, that's, that's, and and, you, and humans can't do it either. We can't digest corn in America. It's can't one of the it. biggest growing um, products they grow because yep. of um, corn syrup. Mm-hmm. Yep. and corn syrup gets used in a lot of things. Yep, high fructose. Yep, high fructose. That's a big issue. If the weapon was here. He'd go oh, off. He'd with be that going shit. off right now. He's probably. He's pro- <laughs> he'd, just, he'd be going off looking at the fat around this table. Oh, he would be. He, he, he's actually. Like, uh, he's yeah, not. He's in, I've already said I put on weight. I'm quite happy to you know. He's not well, impressing not happy, me. But. I missed yoga yesterday, so he's got the shits with me. You're not his best customer no. this week. No, you pay I've let now. him down. You pay now. Pay me now, you. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first one. That's what he would do. He'd, he'd look at you and go... I was hoping for a low edit day. No, but- uh, well, <laughs> you might be in for a couple of edits because I've got a rant before we start this bullshit show off. Mm. You know what my rant is? I was saying to you guys upstairs that uh, Mick Malloy on the radio legend. the other night, he sounded he's a legend. He sounded like me for a second because he was going on about how the uh, millennials, the young younger people, uh, they have a real issue with using a doorbell. So when they visit, this is no bullshit, when they visit somebody's house, they refuse to use the doorbell because they're a bit nervous of it. So what they do is they text the person that they're visiting to say, hey, come and get the door or are you home or whatever. Pussies. And I've got, and you know what Mick Malloy said? How are you nervous about yeah, that? You know what Mick Malloy said? He said, harden up. But I'll go one fucking better, and I'm sorry, Jason. Relaxation that you've travelled halfway around the world, and I'm sorry I'm about to clip the microphone, and I'm sorry this is going to involve a lot of editing. But hold on, up, you fucks! How fucking hard can it be, you fucking, you fucking useless fucking, Jesus fucking, you can't fucking use a doorbell. You don't deserve to fucking leave, you fucking useless. If it's not on an app, oh my life is fucking over, you fucking useless. Up. You know what's beautiful about that? I dropped your mic by about 70% and it's still clipped. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking how oh, hard is it? I'd well, like we're not in Canada, you know. Why? Because you can't take... You can't? Why not? Is it a fit? Awesome. Huh? What? You never heard that song? No. no. Tell me. We'll have to have a listen to that after this. No, just sing it because it'll make his life even more difficult. Oh, there's... No. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it's in French and... Pardon... Well... Swearing in French, what do you say then? Does that get a special French accent? On the Mario? I need to get another sound. Yeah, I know. Uh, we'll need to listen to that afterwards. I think we've we got do. some great descriptive words for the uh, female reproduction organ. You know, I was saying to someone the other day. He remind he like back in that era there was uh, Kevin Bloody Wilson and there was Rodney Roode, <sighs> and I went to Rodney Roode's last ever show before he retired, and. You were scared to leave the room because he was just going to rip you to shreds. Because there was one guy that we went with. He went to the toilet, not thinking anything of it, halfway through his set. And he goes, where are you going? <laughs> right? And he, and he goes, he just put his head down and went to the toilet. And he came out of the, you know, from the bathroom. And, you know, again, you're thinking you're in the clear because this has happened five, ten minutes ago, whatever it is. 
and he's come back in and he's gone, you have a good wank in the toilet? You <laughs> it was unbelievable, man. We he, went and saw um, Steady Eddie. Do you remember Steady Eddie? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, he got into trouble internationally because people thought he was making up his uh, disability. Uh, his disability. No, really? That's no bullshit. People thought... Because he got, he actually broke into um, the US market and he got, and he went big in uh, in England as and well. And let me guess, the precious folk over there got upset um, that he this was is no pretending crap. to be disabled. You could yeah. probably Google this. Mm. When he was, he actually got pretty uh, decent reception in the US, but people thought that he was demeaning. Uh, he had cerebral palsy, is that yes, right? Was, yeah. So people thought he was putting that on. And when he said, well, I'm not, man. I've actually got a legit disability. That's why I'm called Steady Eddie. (laughs) He was taking the piss out of himself. But this was even before the era of the current bullshit that we go through. Imagine a guy like Steady Eddie now. This was was in the mid-90s, late 90s. Yeah, early 90s, I thought, maybe. The dude heckled him. It was in this pub in the middle of nowhere in South Australia. This dude heckled him. Possibly the most funny hour and a half... I've lived through it. He just stopped the entire yeah. thing and just spent an hour and a half just on this guy. He was <laughs> awesome, man. Oh, it was fucking awesome. This guy would have walked out feeling like an ant. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it was just one heckle and that was yeah. it. I, I, I love it when comedians put down hecklers. Like oh, that, that yeah. to me is like the funniest thing. Yeah. Have you seen Jimmy happen. Carr do it? Oh, J- he, Jimmy Carr just goes. I love it when he was, I was watching one of his things the other day. Mm. He's like, all right, I'm bored. Heckle me. <laughs> and then people started heckling him. It was like, oh, that is brilliant. <coughs> yeah, I mean, you, a guy like Steady Eddie in the modern era oh, wouldn't, work. Wouldn't, wouldn't work, man. Didn't the guy from... Now, I'm, I'm pulling this out of my ass. I could be really wrong here. The guy that was in Breaking Bad, the young guy that played... Yeah, he's got cerebral palsy. But in real life? Yeah, he yeah, does. He okay, because people were accusing him of no, acting that. But he actually has it. Because that came Panther up. Film clip. It's quite funny. Yeah, but that came up that they thought he was acting as a person with a disability, and they started getting it. And remember, Breaking Bad's now over ten years. You know, Isn't that old? Well, it came out in two thousand and eight and ended in two thousand and I want to say 13, 14. 13, 14 That's 15. scary because it feels like yesterday. But yeah, it started in two thousand and eight, and so when he was playing Walter White's son. And he clearly was a disabled person in that. People were assuming that he was an he actor. He was acting, yeah. And they they got offended by that. And this was before today. Imagine today the amount of shit that you can't do. So I always said, imagine guys like Rodney Rude. Would they survive in the modern era? Because yeah. that guy deliberately went out of his way to offend people. You know but what I, I mean? Think, I think you find there well, are Kevin comedians that still do that. And though. Kevin Bloody Wilson. He still yeah. sells out. Like, I follow oh, yeah. him on Facebook. He still sells I've out RSLs. Yeah. Mm. Not big stadiums no, anymore, no, no, but no. he still sells out the RSLs. No. Mm. But Rude didn't do stadiums either. He did, like... I think they both did a stadium yeah. once. Kevin Bloody Wilson, but was an actual talented musician, would make very good, funny songs. Oh, whereas mm. Rodney Rude was just... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a great... Mario's under a coin block right he, now. You know what? <laughs> Down for this. Yeah, that, that whole rant of yours before, that's just going to be one long... Yeah, just one long... One long series of beats. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry for... I'm not picking on all the millennials. I have a speech impediment. No, there's some of them. And I'm going to do a couple of shout-outs. Shout out to young Oliver. He knows who he is. He listens to this bullshit, and he's the first little fuck on Facebook that likes us. And I shout, so shout out to him. You should get him a t-shirt, you fuck. Hey, I was, my I was yes, I started it. I was the first the other day. I was all happy with myself. I was like, no one's liked it yet. I'm the first. 
<laughs> and shout out to Foz, who's been listening to this and pinging me all week. Get your ass on here, Foz. You know who you are. Answer for your crimes. He's got a few. He's got a few. <laughs> Has he? Yes. Mm. We've, we've only begun to start talking about the stories and the shit we got up to with Foz. We've only just, just begun. begun. <laughs> Topic of the show. I want to do a little bit of a recap while you guys are here, particularly Rocket Russell, because we can't help ourselves. Formula One update. So we're up to Canada at the time of recording this bullshit podcast. We've just had qualifying. What's that round... Six, 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 seven, six, seven. Six, seven, I think. Seven? seven? Yeah, I think it might be seven. Six. So we're not even halfway through the season. Nope. But already, unfortunately, I was right, and I wished mm. I was wrong. When the last time you were here, I was saying, I think Mercedes are going to walk away with it. And guess what? They have. They're running and, away with it. Yeah. Running away with it. And you know, there was one word that Lewis Hamilton said this morning during qualifying at the end of it, during his interview. One word that got me, and it just sort of shook my head and went, fucking Germans. <laughs> processes. Mm-hmm. Yep. He said it quite clearly. All of the processes are in place. Yeah. And it's like, this is so They're different. even more dominating oh. this this season than they've had. They've been, I'd, I'd say, for the last two or three seasons. Like, there's no chink in their armour at the moment at all. No. And you look at what last, um, with all the updates they put on the car, and they yep. decided, no, no. We can work on that one a bit more. Let's yeah. take it off the car and go back to the old stuff mm, because yeah. it works. Yeah. Fuck. But, just... but I'm going to make a comment. I don't know if you agree or disagree. I think Nervous Nath will, right? To me, this has been the most boring Formula One season that I can remember in a long time. I Literally, I'm struggling, man, and this is me that will watch practice sessions. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I Monaco was bad. Monaco they, they was bad. Monaco was shocking. And, and I've and we all know this. I've said it for many years. I think Monaco as a spectacle is great. As a race, it's just fucking. It's overrated. There's, cars no, are there's no overtaking. The cars are too, the cars big. too big. Too and they big. have been and they've been way too powerful for mm. a long time. Yeah. But <clears throat> with all the money that's in Monaco, well, you know, you have to take it there, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Uh, you know what else? It's uh, the prestige of winning the race too. So if you win the Monaco GP, oh, it's you're you're a superstar for the rest of your career, basically. So Ricardo doesn't matter what happens at Renault; he can always walk away and say, "I I won the you know Monaco GP, the greatest spectacle, greatest like spectacle of motorsport." He should have won it twice. He should have won it twice. Absolutely, he got Robbed. fucked by Red Bull. You know, but it, I'm just really this. This has been a season where I thought I was in the back of my mind when you asked me that question a few months ago, and you said, "What do you think this season's going to bring?" And I said, oh, "I think status quo, man. Sit, resume yeah. normal transmission. You know, Mercedes will be domineering again, and you're going to have Ferrari maybe playing catch up, and who knows what Red Bull Honda is going to do." And but I was wrong, man. It's even been worse than that. It's been. I mean, you know? no one's updates no. have worked like they planned. No, everyone's on the back foot. Um, you know, and Mercedes are just they're just punching it out. You know? Yeah, and they've released a new motor this weekend, a whole new motor. Hopefully, because of P3, that. Uh, what was it in the back of Strolls. one of the Strolls car and the, the Force, Force India? No, sorry, what is it? Racing point. Racing point. Racing point. Team racing. Point. Team racing point. That blew up in a big way. Maybe we'll get some excitement during race day, but I don't see anything that's going to touch them. Man. Oh, look again. Go back to that word processes. I'm sure that that motor at the moment has been stripped down by the mm-hmm. finest mechanics Mercedes yep. has, yep. and they already know what the problem was, why it detonated. And I'm pretty sure they're already working on what they need to fix in the other motors. Well, they're saying it could have been an installation problem. 
And see there on the go. customer team because they get, they basically hand over the engine as a as, as a, a kit, package, yeah, mm-hmm. and they they leave it up to the customer team's engineers to install it. And there's there's always a Mercedes or the factory works yes. mechanic or engineer present in the garage of the customer team to help them with it, with the problems that they might have with their engine. But they're basically saying. It, we haven't got a problem in the works car, so it must have been something you've installed or something that you've might have done. gone pop. Yep. But you can only hope now that the results that you're going to get in the race are going to be dictated by bullshit, like reliability issues. Because no. other than that, I mean, it's a toss-up had- between Bottas and, and Hamilton. That's it. Mm-hmm. You've got to hope for weather extremes, yep. rain, or very, very hot, or tire yeah. degradation. Or a ground, or what or is it, a groundhog? Grosjean. A groundhog. A groundhog coming on the track. Groundhog. Or a Grosjean or a Kvyat. Just oh. fuck the brakes, we don't need them, baby. I fucking love how Grosjean's gone. I must have been cursed in a previous life. <laughs> That's fucking, mate. Brilliant. You know, he saw a psychologist, a sporting, uh, it was on the Netflix series. I don't know if you watched yeah, it. Yeah, I did, yeah. He saw a guy, I don't know what you call him, he, uh, a, a sporting. Yeah, performance. Performance psychologist coach, yeah. or something like that, or coach. And this, because he hit, I'm telling you now, that guy was depressed because well, he was fucked up that's so a bad. Lot of pressure. Yeah, too mm. much pressure, and he kept binning it every weekend, and he was probably going to get kicked out of the team. And he saw a guy who helped him uh, meditate, concentrate, focus. The big picture is there's more to life, you know, all that sort of stuff. And he's been pretty good ever since. But he's been. That's a good thing. Good. He's been it this morning because I mean. I know. I know you're oh, not Magnuson. Oh, Magnuson been yeah. and then fucked him up. Yeah, fucked him up. Yeah. But yeah, I am um, so unlucky. That I know you don't follow Australian motorsport as such. Not as much, no. no. But um, Scotty McLaughlin, current V8 Supercars champion. Oh, you wearing my the boy, t-shirt? My boy, my DJR. Um, he saw one last year as well. Oh, don't rub my nipples like that. <laughs> Got a bit of movement there. <laughs> I did. Leave them alone. Now, the story with you two is you worked together for many years, so it's a bit of a re- uh, reunion. So you guys touching each other, as far as I'm concerned, is business as normal. Because when you guys, <laughs> when you guys work together, the pants are on. I the mean, pants yeah. were off a lot of the time when I used to come and visit. So sorry, you were saying about Scotty McLaughlin. Well, he did the same thing um, after losing in 2017. Like lost the title fight in the last race, went to a sports psychologist because he was that depressed. Yeah. So it must be a common thing nowadays. Uh, they reckon most of these top level athletes are doing something. They've got some psychologist well, or some all, coach. That's right. It all kind of started with the Seattle Seahawks, as far as I know. They uh, they hired a professor in sports psychology who looked at mindfulness training. So all of them do mindfulness training as part of the NFL now. Shout out to the weapon because he'd be all over this. But you know what he'd say? <laughs> Stop being sorry for yourself, you c- This episode's going to take... You c- this episode's going to take a while. Fucking c- <laughs> I, don't, I don't see you getting this one out tonight. No, he's not getting out tonight. Uh, but back on the Formula One topic, all the stuff about Ferrari this week, have you read any of that? I've read a little bit about their um, management, management restructure, which there's a bit of smoke and mirrors with that. Like He's not really talking about what the hell is going on. But well, Bonotto's, Bonotto's come out and defended, firstly, uh, Vettel, because apparently, well, Vettel's, we'll get to this. We'll get to the driver lineups. Yes. Well, I'll... the Ferrari management thing at the moment is so Michael Schumacher redid the management many years ago. That's right. And put it into an umbrella sort of management. You know, each Absolutely. area had its own manager. And hasn't Bonotto was... done this again? With well, uh... Bonotto. Well, I don't know who did it, but I mean, I don't know why you'd screw with a winning formula. But they went to a very linear, you know, chain of command where everyone you know reported up the chain. So now he's got rid of that and he's brought back the umbrella. Hmm. So it's taking a lot because he's um. 
sporting director and technical director. Yes. So he's doing two hats at the moment. Yeah. And they're two big hats yeah. to be filling. Yeah. You know what? They did an interview with him uh, this weekend. Sky F1 did an interview with Bonotto. And um, I've changed my he's tune on him. amazing man. Yeah. I, I used to think he looked like a maniac. He's actually quite, by the sounds of it, quite a nice guy. Down but to he, earth. Apparently. Yeah. Down to earth. And he's a Ferrari guy through and through. You know, Been he, with the team since the... Tw- 25 years plus. Yeah, it was the 70s or 80s. And he it? started... This is why he's good, because he started in HR. And what he said <laughs> was... No, well, no, no, well, yeah, but you know what he said was in this interview is, is that my strength isn't... He worked in the engineering, like the engine department. He goes, but I can't design an engine, right? I don't know how, I don't know how to do that. He says, but I kind of know how to deal with people. And I tell you, that's probably going to hold him in... Um, high regard because that's the maid lady Ooh. I showed you the maid lady I have seen the maid lady now yes, yes. Mm. look at look at look at nervous Nath he's just disapproving thoughts man thoughts I'm just fucking jealous actually you know what fuck it I might just do it as maybe well maybe it is maybe it is jealousy it is because I'll tell you what if I, I would, I'd make a million bucks plus shaking my bits around it's not about shaking your bits it's about shaking your bits in a bit of pudding or something it's about a niche market that no one's <laughs> niche market. To. I'm sure any fucking idiot can come and flap bits but if you flap your bits and there's a bit of banana pudding oh this is different I say bring <laughs> back up someone's I say bring back the jelly no, wrestling oh, at the Oxford the Tavern Oxford Tavern <laughs> see you did you ever go to a restaurant called Dirty Dicks Yes. Wasn't that a theatre restaurant? Yes, it was, it was a theatre restaurant. restaurant. It was yeah. a very rude theatre restaurant. Yeah. Did you ever have the trifle at Dirty Dicks? No, because I don't like that shit. Was there a dirty dick in the trifle? No, no. So the chick comes oh. out in a plastic, a clear plastic bag with elastic on it that is her bra oh. with your trifle and then pours the trifle into her bra and you had Mate, to eat it out of... That's an that's another example of shit like that Twin wouldn't Peaks. happen at all. Oh, God, you couldn't no, do that Twin today. Twin Peaks, a very upper market steak restaurant. And uh, the ladies there are very scantily clad. You like Hooters? No, more than that. Lingerie and whatever. But you oh, order fuck. your dessert and let's say it's a banana split and they'll come and pretty much give you a lap dance. Whilst, I don't have to... Again, <laughs> when you're doing these things, I think the quality of food is going to dip. It's going to suffer. It's but you don't about care food. about your food. You lose a Michelin star for hygiene. You lose a Michelin star. You don't care, man, when they're like... But there used to be a couple of those dirty theatres. There used to be... Dirty Dicks used to be Dirty Dicks and there was another one. Silverwater, wasn't it? Yeah, it was around there. Oh, this was in Brizzy when I uh, went. There's one in Melbourne. I always hear about that. I always hear about that. Now, I'll tell you. <laughs> now, Melbourne's got the best, mate. they got a place there called Goldfingers. You ever been to Goldfingers? Let me fucking tell you about Goldfingers. Goldfinger. Mate, we get down there, ironically, that's not a Rocket Russell, for the 1999 GP, Formula One Grand Prix. Yep. The Australian Grand Prix. And so while we're staying in Melbourne, it's probably the first time I've actually stayed in Melbourne back then and uh we were looking for places to do and we jump in a cab and i'm with a couple of blokes and uh you know them. i won't mention them, <laughs> I, know you can, I know exactly you who know who they are, are. so these, these they know who they are they, too. They, he won't it won't rock his world yeah. when i tell him the story but we get in the <laughs> cab and we talk to the cab driver and we go where, where would you recommend going on a saturday night because we got hyped up after qualifying right <laughs> So we're fucking, but but mate, we we are pumped up. We're the big mate. This friend of mine, he's so passionate about sport. Let me tell you about what he fucking did. He goes for the Parramatta Eagles, and when I went eels, not eagles, eels, right? What did I say? Eagles, eagles. Is it eagles? Oh fuck, eagles. West Coast Eagles. Mm. No, wrong sport. Eels. Yes. Went over to his place for a barbecue one day, 
And it was like, if Parramatta beats such and such or whatever, they get into the fucking grand final. Some bullshit. I was not interested, right? I've never, I've never been in the, interested in the NRL. Well, anyway, they lost. And he says to me, you know what Parramatta are like? I go, what? He goes, they're like a hot chick and you think you're in and then they just say, fuck off, do my homework. <laughs> right? Do my homework. And, and, then, and then his dad comes over and he goes, it, it's only a game. He goes, it's not a fucking game. He goes, I went to Cumberland Oval. I burned it down. I held the ashes. <laughs> right? So this guy was passionate. So we go to Melbourne for the Grand Prix back in 1999. That was the first time I went to a Grand Prix. And uh, we were talking to this cab driver, where do we go? And he says, oh, mate, do you want to go and have a look at some girls or something? And we're like, oh, yeah, why not? And he goes, well, we'll I'll take you to Goldfinger's. And we go to this place, Goldfinger's. It's a, it's a tabletop dancing joint. But I'm telling you now, it's it's wall-to-wall. Uh, full of whore. Uh, full, of, full of tables. That should just oh, be sorry, their marketing right? spiel. That's what should be the wall-to-wall. Full of tables. Mm. And the place was as big as, I want to say... The top office that I used to work in. Remember the, oh, yeah, the okay, place yeah. I used to work? Yep. The top office. The whole office? Or the just whole your office? office, including the canteen dude. Fuck, that's Fuck, a lot that's of That's huge. Yes. That's, that's massive. Yes. Of now think of that full of tables. And halls. And hot chicks dancing on there, right? And this is the best fucking bit. They've got a stage, and on the front of the stage, they do a, they do a live act. And they, they had these two chicks doing things to each other. That special friends do gold right? fit gold fingering gold fingering scissor timbers and we went with a mate and we went with a mate of ours there was a couple of us but one of them we went up the front to have a look and uh, we said all right let's go it was like fucking two o'clock in the morning and we had to get up at six to do the pit walk for the Grand Prix and he goes I can't move and he had his hands in front of his pants oh, I go oh come on mate stiffy. fuck you st- yeah, he had a massive stiffy I'm like come on dude how long's this gonna t- take he goes well it depends how long the act keeps going for. <laughs> unfortunately the girls kept coming out but this place was wall to wall no bullshit of chicks and I think the place is still there in, in Melbourne couldn't tell you the exact location I'm, I'm a bit sketchy with Melbourne CBD I don't know Melbourne the area yeah, we, had know. A, we had a similar thing so me and my uh, wife she was my girlfriend at the time have a wandering shout out to Mrs. Rocket Russell. Shout out, Jess. We love you. Shout out. Thank you for loving my Ram stories. I do have one, but not on this episode. No, so I'm sorry a- to <laughs> disappoint you, but in a future episode, I've got a cracker. <laughs> so we're walking to the track for uh, it was a Saturday morning. It's Saturday lunchtime, and we've seen this place, and it's covered in Ferrari flags. I'm like, oh, yeah. that, that's got to be merchandise. I like merchandise. Everyone knows I am yeah, a merchandise yeah, yeah. whore. I'm like to my wife, I'm like, that's got to be merchandise. Let's go. Look at all those Ferrari flags. It's got to be Ferrari merchandise. Let's go. Run, run, let's run. Walks in and it's a fucking strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Pole position. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm telling you now, like, the, the great thing about the Melbourne GP is the whole city gets behind it. And so we, when you rock into any place, they know that you're there for the Grand Prix, you know. Yeah, you always got to do but, is hang out Ferrari flags yeah. along anywhere. But, the, hmm. but the, the girls at this place were glamours. Right, and I'm I'm thinking, holy fuck, this place is unbelievable, Goldfinger. So from Goldfinger back to Formula One. Yes, okay. Well, it was Formula One sort of. It was a bit of a side topic. Well, yeah. While we're there, just quickly, sorry, the front row. So this is, I'm guessing, is a show. The ladies are doing special things. Was there a bit of a warning sign if you're in the front row, like at SeaWorld, <laughs> you may get wet or? 
No. Or is there some sort of this was in the nineties screen like you get at Sizzler? No, this the was sneeze in- screen. <laughs> <laughs> On the I'll tell you a story. Oh, I'll tell you a story about that. This is no fucking bullshit, and this is a ram. So you know what you can do? You, can, you know, yeah, you fucking prompted it. You know what you can do? You can fucking roll it, monkeys. Jesus, my ears are sore. Did they roll it? Oh, yeah. we, I'll tell you now, we go back to 1994. This is a quick rant, but you just reminded me, right? We go back to 1994. And what we would do, I went, I'd always go out on the weekends with a couple of uni friends I had. And in this one particular situation, we went out to the city. And we found this place in the city. I think it was called uh, Eros. Eros Club. This ain't going to end well. Right. No. Is this another shout-out to the Greek community? No, this is a shout-out to the Greek strippers. Of the <laughs> but we went to this place, right, and uh, we would sit there at the front row and we'd watch the strippers. After a while, man, it gets boring. You know, like, it doesn't matter after a while. You start going, yeah, all right, she's nice. She's not so nice, whatever. After you've blown your load once. Yeah, you, you, you get sticky pants and you're happy, you know, but you start becoming a bit of a veteran. <laughs> and you're about twentieth visit, right? Did and you so get a we stamp went. Cut? One, one, yeah, fucking oath. You know what I used to do? I used to go home. Before I'd go home, I'd wash my hands so that Mum didn't see the next morning. I had stamps on my hands because back then they used to stamp yeah. your hands, right? It was the thing you did in the morning was you check yeah. your arms, like check your arm. I don't remember. Yeah, being there. Fuck. yeah. Where Actually, one day, one day I, I woke up and Mum's gone. How come you got fucking ink stains on your pillows? I'm like, oh shit. How do I explain this? <laughs> Having fun with squids. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, you start getting used to it and you started to see the younger crowd come in, like the 18-year-olds on their 18 birthday parties and stuff. So those young kids came in one day. They were 18. We were 24 at the time, right? Guy comes in, and I'm not kidding you, this chick at the front, she's doing something with a device. Kegels? <laughs> and she uses it to good effect. So she st- so she st- she she opens herself wide open. She puts this thing in there. I'm not with gonna with arms wide open. With arms wide open, <laughs> right? With legs wide open. She has her legs wide open, and she's got this thing there, right? And I'm not making this up. She says to the guy because this guy's right, like looking at it, right? And this thing she put in was metal. Now just remember this, pussy tricks, right? Metal. The guy comes towards the stage. And she says, like this, come come forward, like this. Oh, so this guy looks even closer and she's like, come come right up, come right up, have a look at it, come right up. And he's he had his head, I'm not kidding, maybe a couple of inches away from it. You know what she did? She went, pacha! <laughs> and she did she do the, please do the sound effects. Did she do the sound effects? She went, pacha! <laughs> that was the sound effect. <laughs> Did she quit? And this thing, the, the, <laughs> this on, this man. dildo she shoved up there was like a missile hit this kid in the fucking head, and she <laughs> laughed, right? And she laughed, and this kid got so embarrassed he ran out, and his mates were giving him so much bullshit, like, "Oh, you got hit in the head by her fucking dildo!" Oh, you know, and oh mate, it was unbelievable. <laughs> That's your ram, you fucks, you ingrates. You gotta be careful. I see your pink eye. Spent. Yeah, he, Scott Baio gave him pink eye. <laughs> I was um. <laughs> Scott Bear, give me pink eye. I was, one I was these, watching these it on the plane. Where, <laughs> you know I was going to replace him with a sock puppet? He says to me, oh, 
I don't know if I can do the podcast this weekend. You might have to tell the guys that I'm coming in from America. And I said, well, fuck it. I'll come to your place and replace you with a sock puppet. You know, Mr. how are Socko. you? Yeah, Mr. Socko. How are you, Jason? Relaxation. And fan, how are you? And I'd be turning and go, roll it, monkeys. He'd be like, okay, you are so funny. Retro Dan. You are the coolest. You are so cute. That was it. I've got to replace him as a sock puppet. <laughs> fuck it. That's what you should be, you fuck. You should be a fucking sock puppet. How are you? Eh, eh, fan. I'll hit the bunny. I'll hit the button. How are you? Now you're Asian. That's <laughs> 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 no, like at the fish and chip shop we just went up to. Oh, that was the best. That was the best. We go up there and Nervous Nate says, I want a hamburger, a plain one, but I don't want the buns. And the guy looked at him and went, huh? Well, the look of confusion. He, he had no nice. idea, and he was so confused. He goes, "Well, can't you put the salad into a, like a like a uh, a container, and I'll take that?" And he goes, "He's like, but that's not a hamburger. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Just well, put it between two lettuce burger. leaves. Uh, yeah. like, put it between two lettuce leaves. We've already cut up the lettuce. <laughs> and again, now I'm doing keto, so it's easier to just say gluten intolerant. Mm-hmm. Less questions asked. Does your vagina smell? It smells beautiful. Would you like a sniff? <laughs> And so if I was sock puppet Oops, we Jason, well, we Jason doesn't think it's If I was sock puppet Jason relaxation oh, I'd be like You geez. need to get the sand out of your vagina and have a sneeze. Get the sand out of your vagina That's what he said Remember Cut me used to say yeah. Okay you gotta get the sand There's out of your vagina There's a whole of products for that And a price line I'm pretty sure <laughs> Vagisil isn't it? No well Vagisil is for you know Thrush or other infections <laughs> But you've got you know Your odours uh, like, it smells like fish. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I don't know. Lynx Africa for the fanny. I mean, what else could you want? All I know is there's some chicks at work on, on the keto thing, so I Googled it, and one of the first things that came up was smelly vaginas. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, apparently keto makes your vagina smelly. Oh, mine smells all right. <laughs> Who's gone around and smelt them all? Like, how did they come up with that research? Uh, that's reminded me. I don't ever watch it because Kardashians are a bunch of. Best thing that's ever happened to this world. But my sister's watching one day. I walked in, and one of them was complaining about her odor. Dabbed her fucking self, and then the sister smelt the fucking serviette. Is this the Kardashians? Yeah, she's a fuck tape star. That's it. Glorified fuck tape star. That's that's. And I'll go back to the millennials. You don't know what entertainment is. You fucking no shit. You fucking just you need to harden up. You fucking. This is gonna take a real long time. He's writing down all the words on a pad. I'm trying to help you. I'm I'm putting down timestamps. <laughs> He's putting down timestamps. I'm going to need some more stamps. paper. <laughs> two timestamps. I think they've said. There's <laughs> another one. Well, I forgot the the first ten minutes. <laughs> That's another one. You didn't want to sleep tonight after your big journey, did you? No, of course not. We might make the it. second one easier for him. Because sock puck, sock puppet, <laughs> fucking Jason, relax. It's like. Because I'll get the text message. It's so difficult. I've got like 20 Get out of my man. It's so hard. This is a fucking Why am I doing this? Hold it up, you fucking I'm just going to leave him in there from now on. Don't. The Super Mario sounds better. It's very time consuming. Harden up, you now, you, need a, you need a live dump button here. Uh, I feel like Sesame Street. And today, the word is... <laughs> and do the count. How many c- do you say? Two. Three. I like the... How many smelly c- <laughs> 
<laughs> one apparently. <laughs> keto. The keto one. How many keto? <laughs> it's a website waiting to happen. <laughs> keto. Keto. They come up with that. They, side there's effect. your niche. There's your chatterbait site. Keto. But I want to know how. Keto. But how do they come mm. up with that side effect? They must have smelled. I don't them. know. They must but have it's... smelt them. They must have sat Look, in a room. To be honest. <clears throat> how often would you be checking if you're a female? If, if I was a female, go, I would play with it every oh, yeah, day. That's a bit bloody. Uh, if I was a chick, <laughs> I wouldn't leave the house. I'd be like, it's like a, like George Scanzer is in well, the this amusement is, park. This is your niche. <laughs> Look around the house. What do we got here? Piano. Ooh. He's not going to fit a There's piano. A vape. <laughs> I wonder if. Uh, well, there you go. Everything's a dick, really. I mean, you look at R two D two. If you're really feeling challenging, well, they don't need <laughs> us anymore. Shit. They don't need us anymore. We're replaceable. Just about. No, no, I'm there to kill spiders and reach tall stuff. I'm scared of spiders. That's me, fuck. Yeah, you're <laughs> fuck. We're, we're, you, you're borderline millennial. So you'd text the spider on, to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine a millennial going to a spider? Please go away, oh spider. I don't want to hurt you. I reckon, no. I reckon I've there's an app. I've just a whole bunch of be smashed avocado for, for lunch. And please go away. And the fucking spider's eating you. It's biting you because you don't know that it doesn't understand what text messages are because the millennials don't get it. And they fucking will fail. And I won't care because I'll be dead. And I'll be up there. And I'll be looking down at you fucks going, you're fucked. But I can't help you now. I can't fucking solve your problems. You fucking harden up. Jesus. Formula One. Yes. Uh, so the year has been. This <laughs> <laughs> is off the rails. This is a bad one. Pickle, Form- pickle bears and tears. He's called oh, pickle bears. He's. T- well, I think I might have offended him. That's oh, the other fucking thing with these offended. people. <clears throat> you don't get. You. You know what? You're a weird. I don't one. get offended. You're a weird one though. Yeah. You're an outlier of those groups. You could, I mean, you could walk down Newtown right now, no problem. And people would be mobbing him for an autograph. Cause yeah, because he looks like, he looks like John Lennon. Oh. <laughs> He's got the I wish Mark Chapman would just hurry up and end this suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, that's probably a bit. That's, that's fucking morbid. <laughs> oh, well. F- yeah. Formula One. Yeah. Formula One, please. <laughs> Sock puppet Jason relaxes He's going Please talk about Formula 1 And be funny and cute <laughs> Funny and cute oh, That's not going to happen We're talking about Formula 1 oh, look at Okay him. so let's go back To a topic we discussed During the week yep. How Sorry, much uh, fucking so Lewis Hamilton yeah. Fucking shits me I, I'm glad you see my point Oh no I've already <laughs> seen <his> shit. <laughs> Sorry I fucking hate that <laughs> <laughs> He's writing down Another topic <laughs> I reckon, you know, to make life easier, just put zero, 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 and the oh, end time this, this is brackets around This is it. the worst one ever. <laughs> oh. Okay, so Lewis Hamilton. What a twerp. What, what did he do to set you off? He's, so remember the other, was it, we were discussing last podcast, how he'd come on and they said, oh, you've, you've equaled Senna's record. And he goes, I didn't know. I didn't oh, know. I didn't know. No. I, yeah, yeah. I don't pay attention to records. I don't, oh, no, I don't He'd be sitting at home pulling his pud looking at the bloody And now Wikipedia he's turned page. around and gone... <laughs> Yeah, I think I can do five more years in Formula One because yeah. I can then I can beat Michael Schumacher's records. It's yeah. like, well, hang on, a couple of months ago you weren't paying attention to records. What the fuck's twa- yeah, changed you? Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> There's a couple of weird little theories that have come out this week too. The first one is is that Hamilton has basically kiboshed retirement talk, but Vettel hasn't now. Vettel's saying. 
he'll reassess his career after the end of this no. year. No, Vettel's fixed that up today. Did he? Oh, yes. today. Today he has fixed that up, saying I have no intentions of going anywhere. Um, yeah, I'm here to win a championship. I think he's still at the top of his game. I don't think he best. is, man. Yeah. I don't think he's been driving well. I think Clerk's showing him up yeah. to be a little, little not as. Good I'm as not he impressed with him either. If I'm, I'm honest, I'm, he's not bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not impressed with Ferrari and the way their strategies have just been wrong, Weird. and they've made some stupid calls where you're like, why have you done that? I mean, you gave away a 40-second lead. <clears throat> you could have bought him in, put tyres on him, got him back out, and he still could have won. Yeah. But you kept him out there till what, they whittled a 40-second lead down or yeah. an eight-second yeah. lead, and then he just disappeared. So let's go down mm. driver by driver that we can pull out of the top of our heads yep. as to the current form. Because right. right now, team by team, Mate, no one's touching Mercedes. They'll win the drivers champ and the constructors constructors champ. It's done. It's over. I don't care what anyone says. It's over. Worst thing is, we're calling that at round six. Yeah, that's how bad the season is, man. It's over. No one's going to get anywhere near them. So Mercedes will win it. Ferrari will probably come in second. Red Bull will come in a distant third. And you know what? From fourth downwards, it's anyone's. But I think actually. Uh, someone like uh, McLaren will probably McLaren, take fourth. I was fourth, about to say, McLaren will take it. And maybe Racing Point will get fifth. And Renault, mate, they need to pull their socks up really quickly to get fifth and or, or better. Yeah. Because and we'll after today's efforts in the qualifying, Dan, yeah. Danny sitting in fourth. Yeah. Well, well, you know two, what? two Renaults in the top ten, mm. two McLarens in the top ten. It's not a bad start. Well, you know what? When uh, After you guys left, oh, well, the last time we talked about Formula One, he had a rough patch, Daniel Ricciardo, and it didn't look good for him at all. And it, but I know he was getting used to the car, used to the team. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't like the no. brakes on the car. No, but he's got now. He's probably driving the best he's driven in his career. He's he's driving so well with the limitations of that car. And today's qualifying result, where he qualified fourth for the Canadian GP. Now, who knows where he'll finish in the race? We don't know. Probably with engine failure. Well, mm, no, they've been pretty reliable, <laughs> Renault. Right. Renault's have been good. Yeah, they're not I think the bad. only one who's going to be walking into this weekend worried, and it's not really overly worried, would be Mercedes. Hmm. Yeah. But if it's an installation issue... <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's all hope it's not an installation Canada issue. was their voodoo track in uh, 2014. Remember, they both had brake failure, and they both... I, I uh, also didn't realise that uh, Sebastian Vettel hadn't had a um, pole place, pole position in qualifying since Canada last year. Mm. Wow. 17 races. Wow. Mm. That's terrible. I didn't realise that one. Oh, that's the maid lady on your phone. Not my phone. I don't know. It's hard oh, to tell. I don't there's, subscribe to there's thoughts. There's so many fucking same phones sitting on this desk at the moment. We've all, we've all, we've all joined the uh, light side. We're all Android now. But yeah, look, I <clears throat> I think it's a done deal no matter what happens. Maybe Ferrari will, maybe will pinch a win or two. So they're still saying they haven't found the issue. They don't know what their no. problem is. And you know what the problem is? Someone that I... I might send you the link to their podcast. They're quite good, these young guys. They talk about uh, Formula One after the race weekends. And one of them made a really good point, which is they can't abandon this year's car and work on next year's car because the rules are the same. The so rules they, are the same, yes. Yeah. So this they can't, year's car is next year's car. That's right. If they can't work out what's fundamentally wrong with this year's car, they're fucked yep. for next year. Mm, and so that's they, what they're all saying because normally development would have started on next year's car mm, already. Yeah. But no one can develop because... This is next year's. That's car. right. What's so, any difference next year? The powertrain and no, no nothing, no, not much. I think no. wheel, are they I doing the Twenty twenty was big change. No, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one, and even that's fifty fifty. They're still in chat, but it, they've got the June deadline coming how, up. Yeah, it's this weekend the deadline or next uh, next week. weekend. But next I think weekend. they're talking at the moment. There's going to be an extension till October. You know maybe. why? Because they've rolled because it all back. Because fucking Brexit. 
fucking Brexit. No, it's the teams that can't agree. They uh, well, shout out to Serious Sam. With yeah, Serious Sam. Serious Brexit issues. Fucking Brexit. What a cluster. Fucking God save your queen, you fuck. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but they, but they, uh, they're all rolling back the initial concepts. The teams, right? Which is. Oh, we don't want this, and they're now arguing over the practice sessions because there was a, a there's a talk to cut down the yeah, but mm. there was one something like you bring it uh, what you bring you you live with on the race weekends, and you can't really do much to fix it, which is kind of anti Formula One. So there's all these debates, but really, what needs to happen at the end of the day is the FIA steps in and says, this is what you're going to have as a rule or a series of rules for 2021, and if you don't like it, well, don't enter the competition. Right, that's what's got to happen because at the end of it the day, but Liberty Media is too <clears throat> new. No, that's but mm. they need to step in too because yeah, but they're still scared. You but can it, tell they're scared. They're not sure. That's why. I mean, this is why. Well, they've gone very quiet this Bernie, year. Haven't Bernie they? would have had this fucking nutted, sorted, done, yep. dusted. Yep. They'd be already designed yep. the cast for twenty twenty one. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a comment, and you probably disagree, but Liberty Media this year are showing their glass jaw because you're right. Bernie Eccleston would have come in and said, "Listen, guys, twenty twenty one is 20, is 18 months away. Yep. I know that's crazy, but that's what it is. So you need to start designing these new cars with a new design and new concepts and all the rest of it now, basically. Mm. So you need to agree or you need to you need to agree to disagree, but well, we have the show must go on. But you know what? Media Liberty's not stepping in and the FIA's not stepping in. They're letting the teams decide what's going to happen and, and the then teams are, much of a clusterfuck there. And they and they're their own worst enemy. They don't want to save money because they want to be Mercedes and they want to win forever. And Ferrari's got an endless bucket of money, right? And so none of them want to uh, give an inch, right? So this is a, a real loggerhead situation, and I'll put money on it. Next time I speak to you, there's going to be the 2021 regulations will come out, and they'll be so watered down. They'll be so watered down, they'll make no difference at all. Maybe like maybe from a visual standpoint, the cars look a little bit cooler or whatever. Because I was thinking about this the other day. The cars look ugly. The cars look too... They look ugly. Where the barge boards are... The cars are like so complex. They're so the nowadays. They've got to the get thing. rid of all of it. You know what? The other day I was watching a video um, of the 2004 Ferrari, oh, yeah. and it looks so beautiful. Was, did you know? You know about that car, don't you? Yeah, they didn't. Know, Ferrari didn't know that it was that didn't good. They, they actually thought they had something wrong when they were doing their testing. Yeah, they they rebought all the timing gear. They did everything. That car was absolutely amazing. Yes, sorry. But the problem is, no, no, no. But what I was going back to on that was I saw the same video that you must have seen. And that car looks immaculate. But now you look at these new cars. I mean, they've got how many fucking fingers? I mean, they're going to be a lesbian's fucking delight, those cars. (laughs) (laughs) There's that many fucking intricate little fingers on them. But you know what, though? The other problem is something's wrong. When the mechanics are reporting they're getting cut, their fingers are getting cut, or their legs are being cut, working on the cars because the carbon fiber is sticking out everywhere. And have you seen the drivers get in the car? They use a little stepladder. <laughs> yes, because Something's of the halo. wrong. And this is where the, the FIA are well, hypocrites I mean, because, you know what, they're all about safety. Well, they put a halo on, but now the drivers can't get out of the cars. It's not about getting into it. It's about getting out. Yeah, but they can't get out of it. They well, can't get out of it. Well, there used to be rules that they, you had to 
part of your super license was you had to be able to get out of the car in three it? seconds, I, I thought. Think it was or... under three seconds. Yeah. There's no way you can do that with a halo now. Hmm. But the halo, but not only the halo, all the, the, the junk around them. all the junk around the uh, the barge boards is preventing them from getting in and out of the car. So I can't believe they haven't tightened those rules up. So I was looking at that if uh, that Ferrari two thousand and four such a beautiful and there is car. no bits and pieces sticking no. out of the barge boards. But I mean, I watched an aerodynamics thing. I think we. I may have discussed this last time we we're up here. Watch this aerodynamics thing, and who was it with? It was one of the one of those. Two of the young fellows do uh, like a Formula One show with a big big dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Autosport. Autosport. That's yeah. It. They're good. Those guys. They, they were doing an aerodynamics thing the other. Yeah. And like this little vein here, which is twisted slightly by 0.5 of a degrees here, creates a vortex mm. which goes down yeah. over the tire to redirect air around the tire. Yeah. But then joins it up over on this little finger here, yep. which then shoots the vortex out the back to scrub the car yep. behind it. Get rid of it. Well, Get rid of it. This goes back to that that's article right. we had with Martin Brundle. Remember that article yep. we discussed? Yep. One of the greatest. I read that article after that podcast, and he's spot on. He is spot Everything on. Everything he DRS said. DRS is a, is a furphy. It's been mm. a Band-Aid for a problem for yeah. a long time. You, you know, your aerodynamics is that intricate You know on what? The car this now. is why the 2020, I'm going to call it now, man. I'm going to call it now. And the next time you guys come up or we talk about Formula One, I'll put money on it that you and I say that's not going to solve the problems because they won't commit to the fundamental issue that aerodynamic effect as it is today is the problem. Yeah. They need to go back to the old ground effect cars they had in the early 80s because they didn't have any aerodynamics really apart from the visual wing and rear rear wing on the car, but all their downforce was generated. And I'm not an aerodynamicist. I'm not any of that bullshit. This is all I've known, read and heard. All the downforce was generated by some kind of device or series of devices it was, it was on the bottom on the of the car. Basically. So it sucked itself to the, the, the ground, yeah, right? It was a fan, basically. That's right. Fam, it was like a hovercraft, a yeah. massive fucking Yeah, but they got wheels. banned in the early 80s because they had such a distinct advantage over the normal aerodynamic cars. They, but they need to bring that back because they can't they can't get anywhere near the cars in front because all the, vo- the, the dirty well, air. So that video we watched, yeah. so the overtaking move they showed. He's just come onto the straight. He's in the F204, yep. 2004, has just accelerated down the straight, has caught a draft, and has overtaken the car. No mm. DRS, no fucking push to pass, no. no nothing. Because look how clean the aerodynamics are on that car. The front wing is clean. It's only got two planes on it, and the barge boards are a, it's a board. There's no bits and pieces sticking out of it, no. and the car looks clean. Like So from a layman's perspective, I'm not an aerodynamicist, so I don't understand, and I don't know what I'm talking about, really. But from a layman, looking at that car visually, it looks so much more attractive than the cars of today with their bullshit halos, which are going away. No, halos but, here but, on, but on top of the halo is all these ugly bits and pieces sticking well, around the, the barge boards. they got to get the, rid um, of it. Like the Alfa Romeo with that stupid fucking eyebrows that's got up near the S duct on the yeah. front nose. That mm. just looks what is that? stupid. You know, I I think they'll clean all that up at some point, but I can't believe they didn't clean it up before the start of this it's season. It's too late. It is too late now because those but, cars are basically built around that those yeah. fingers. Yeah, you know? but they're going to have to rip all of those off in a regulation change, which isn't coming for next year. No. So you know what's going to happen next year? They're talking about the new tires for next year, aren't they? No, maybe twenty twenty one. Doing twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Because they've just done testing with the new tires. They reckon they? they don't have enough time to to redesign their cars for twenty twenty. Because apparently putting an 18-inch rim on a car is a big change to the suspension of the car. Well, imagine a change. Big change. Like a major change in every way. Aerodynamics, suspension, the whole bit. So they're saying no. And this is why I'll put fucking money on it. 
The 2021 regulations, which they've been talking about for a couple of years now, as far back as 2014 when they put the hybrid engines in, remember yep. that? They put the hybrid en- engines in and everyone went, we can't hear the cars, they're too quiet, we don't like them. And so their quick fix was to put two wa- uh, uh, wastegates on the exhaust pipe yep. to make the sound a little bit night. And they do sound yeah. pretty impressive. They now. should have put spokey dokies on They should have put spokey yeah. dokies and an orange flag on the back. What that should be that? the. And my um, playing card with a peg oh, yeah. on the yep. back. Yep. Got to have the whole lot. But they don't. That would have sounded better. Yeah. They mm. sounded... You go and there for now. the noise, the excitement. I mean, having been you to, hear a fucking you've been Prius to a Formula One. I went to, I've been to three. I've been to 1999 and 2000 where so the old V10s. V10s. Yeah, I went to that era and that was ear splitting. Like, you tried to be a big tough hero by not putting earplugs in, but you needed to. Because I was sitting on the Fangio stand in Melbourne, which was a straight. Yep. And they used to come oh, see, I hurtling was down. The last, I've been three times and every time I've sat on corner nine. Yeah. But I also, brilliant. but I've also been a Silverstone. Yeah, and you. yeah, fuck me. Yeah, fuck and I sat on uh, what was it? Uh, Abby. Was it Abby? Was she pretty? Oh, she was hot. No, I sat on Abby, and she said, "Get off." You, I was going to say, "Shouldn't you prefer no, her to sit cop, on you?" Might have been cops or bad Abby. Boys, bad boys. One of those. One of those corners. <laughs> and this was in 2014. So when they had the new engines. Yep. And dude, you could hear each other talk. Yeah. And so it had lost a lot. And I was trying to explain to a good friend of mine with a Cockney accent that um, that the cars were so different the last time I'd seen them Well, I've in seen, every way. You know? See, I've had the privilege. So I saw the V12s in Adelaide. Beautiful. Oh, they were, ho, 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 ho. The V10s in Melbourne and the V8s in Melbourne. I haven't seen the current stuff. The current stuff now would be different from when I saw it in 2014. Yeah, because they're louder now. They're louder now. But when I saw them, I was disappointed with it, you know? These two are getting bored because yeah, we're dominating. Are, we're yeah. do- they're playing with a Lego yeah. lock feature. As I said earlier, a Lego man cannot self-abuse. So, <laughs> so he's using Captain Picard Picard's for assist. Off at oh, his helping dude, hands. Oh, come on, we've got to Instagram that shit. Yeah, can we? that's to go out on the... Uh, actually, let's Instagram that because I want to put that out for later. But, yeah, look, um, I, 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 I see no changes for this year, dude. I, I just think we're going to be stuck watching a race knowing that it's either going to be a bot-ass... Or a Hamilton victory, maybe the occasional Ferrari win when they two, when those two Mercedes trip over themselves. But other than that, it's going to be pretty mm, diabolical. Yeah. And I mean, the problem is that you know everyone's bought all these updates and no one's really no. There's not no so, great... so, dro- so driver by driver. Yep, Hamilton's been superb. I hate him, but hate him. Become you can't knock the guy. He's nope. been amazing. Bottas has been Bottas brilliant. Has this is his brilliant. year? He has shone this year. He's been mm. awesome. Right? His only problem is. His teammate is already bloody awesome. Yes. You know, so he, he's up against probably the best driver on the grid. By far. Vettel, mate, he's done. He's Nah, I don't think we'll I, see how he goes after this GP. He looked, I think look, he's be after back. the qualifying today, He that was the most energetic I've he seen. He makes too, too many mistakes for a guy at that level. Yep. Uh, well, a guy that's been cutting edge for a long time. And you know what? He drove better in the Red Bull days. He never made mistakes in the Red Bull days. No. Now in the Ferrari, he's made mistake after mistake, and it's carried over to this year. Last year, it cost him the championship. This year, it's cost, costing him again. Yep. Right? So Vettel, I've got question marks on Vettel. Leclerc, I think he's done what he needs to do as a number two. But he's doing his job brilliantly. He's doing his job, but I'm a little bit disappointed with him. That's I'm me. Not- That's me. I'm, I'm being I'm, hard on him. Oh, yeah, be hard on him. Because I, I mean, wanted in the Blitz Vettel because I don't like Vettel. But see, I mean, 
his problem hasn't been him as such. It has been the strategy of the team. Like mm. I said before, I think Ferrari's forgotten they how to him. win. They fucked him. They, their strategies have just, they fucked him on they, so they, many occasions. They've messed with occasions. him a lot of times, man. So Leclerc, okay, young guy, first year, oh, look, doing, the guy is, doing what he needs to do as a number two. I think right? he'll get a victory by year end. Even. I think so too. Oh, he'll get a victory by year yeah, end and he'll be championships within two to three years easily the guy yeah. is a and talent. i like him oh, i like him he's he, approachable and, yeah you know, he seems like a nice down to earth kind of guy watched him walk through pit lane before yep. and everybody who walked up to him with a camera yep. stopped smiled took the photo continued yep. on. you know you see like hamilton who's got his fucking bose yep. headphones yeah and yeah, 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 yeah. And just nah. like, <laughs> him. Yeah. mclaren mate carlos sainz jr is a champion he's awesome weekend's been brilliant yeah he's been awesome uh, Norris has been great. Norris Standouts. has been great. And look, McLaren, full stop. They've been team, good. Great. They've been good. Great turnaround. You know, and considering the amount of changes within the team this year where they've started Indy cars, they've started, what else they started? They're in another race uh, now. They've been a little bit unfocused, from my opinion. They say they're not, but I think you'd have to think that their Indianapolis 500 debacle has sort of taken, <laughs> taken some, some, of some, yeah, some of their focus off. Formula no, One. I saw an interview with Zach. He's saying no, but he's I, saying no. He's saying they've they've different yeah, divisions and all that. I don't know, man. but they've got a few racing things now, which is great because I mean it's all the data you can get. He's on involved racing. in V8s, isn't he? He is uh, involved with the Zach Andretti Brown? team. Yes. Yeah, he's got some kind of link to the V8s. Walkinshaw, 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 Andretti. Yes. Yeah. So. so they're being good, and both their drivers are great. I think. Norris and on, has on been a awesome. side note, there's big talk. I know you're not into the V8 supercars. They reckon we'll see Alonso down here within the next two years to really? do Bathurst in a V8 supercar. Are you serious? I awesome. am fucking serious. I reckon that'd be awesome. Oh, man, I'm at Bathurst that year. Oh, me, yeah, on. you and me, man. Yeah, we'll man. both be there. Fuck. Because Alonso is so good. But you know, that's how much of a racer he is. He's like, I want to win more shit. Yeah. I've won my two championships in F1. I could have won more, but Sailor V. And now I want to win Indianapolis 500 to get the Triple Crown. And I want to then, and it, and you know what? If he got behind a V eight, he'd probably love it and, and go into that. You know what? I had a little theory that if things didn't work out with, for Ricardo, and we'll get to this in a minute, if things didn't work out for him at Renault, I thought he'd go into a V eight because you know he did a V eight uh, test with um somebody. He Red jumped, Bull? yeah, somebody he jumped in a car with and he loved it. And I thought, oh, don't don't, don't in, do that, don't he, do that. He don't jumped in the sniff. car with Jamie Winchcup. That's right. And I thought, don't give him a sniff because you know what? If he doesn't go, if things don't go well for him at Renault, he'll jump out. Yeah, I suppose he's made his money. He doesn't really do it for the money anymore. Mm. Does no, he, he wants to do it for the thrill. He yeah. can't help it. He's been quoted as he wants the, he, he just wants the thrill. Oh, did you see uh, that? Um, I think I sent you the link that um, uh, Nico Rosberg's got a podcast yes. and he had Daniel Ricciardo on him on, on the podcast. It's on my list of things. To it's actually to. not bad. Yeah, I'm in that transition stage where I can't remember what fucking podcast I had on my old phone and then trying oh. to refine podcast mm. now on my new phone. Well, you know what? Castbox is a great app, and we're not sponsored by Castbox, but we fucking well, should as be. discussed earlier during the week they're when great. I was asking for tips, uh, Castbox is in use. Yeah, so they're awesome because it keeps it there and it automatically downloads if you want it mm-hmm. to do that. It's an awesome app for that, but we're not sponsored. By if we don't get sponsored. I think we cut. I would fucking, I, but I, I would <laughs> fuck them. I would Edit promote it. shit that I believe in, and unfortunately, at the moment, I talk to these people at Castbox. It's fucking up with me when I link it up to my Google Home. The streaming side of it drops out all the time. It's actually, I've I've gone back to Spotify now. Well, but um, before that, it was awesome. 
I'm yeah. using that for my podcast. Yeah. Okay, so back to Formula back 1. Back to Formula 1 and we'll, we'll keep on. So the, we're McLaren, McLaren. So McLaren, McLaren, I think they're doing a great job. They've got awesome drivers. Norris has been awesome. And again, two, He's cars, been two awesome. cars in the top 10 today. Yep. Been consistent Exciting. throughout the year. Yeah, but that shows that the Renault power unit's been good. And you know what? Good fuck Christian Horner and fuck Red Bull. Because you know why? They put all their dirty laundry on Renault. And yes, Renault were underpowered last year. That's absolutely true. But it was more than the power unit. It was always the chassis as well, I think. It was more than just the motor. That's what I think. Yeah, it's a good, nice blaming spot whilst we do other stuff. That's right. So, Red Bull. Verstappen's been awesome. I hate saying it, but he's been good. He's been good. He's been awesome. I hate saying it. I don't like it. But in saying that... Awesome not to see him make the fucking the cut today. I oh, did. Yeah. I'm going to go home and watch it fully. You guys showed me the highlights just now, but he's been so good. Oh, he was uh, he was on a blind. Yeah, all he would have been. He was he awesome been in there. Monaco too. Yeah, so he would have shoved Dan back to fifth easily. Yep, and probably the lap was looking like Leclerc would have gone back as yeah. well. Mm. But you know, thank you, Magnussen. Thank you for letting Dan have fourth. Yeah, we'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> Uh, Gasly's in the shit, in my opinion. Gasly's, I think Gasly's a, in rumor, trouble. Rumor is he's out. Fifth rumor. today, but yeah, he's been Mate, there's a, I saw the wackiest video I've ever seen, which was Gasly to go to Renault and Hulkenberg to go to Red, Red Bull. Bull. But you know what? That doesn't dry, jive with me because there's no relationship with Renault anymore. You think no. Kvyat or something, if they're going to get rid of well, him. Well, okay, well, we'll get to that. Kvyat's been awesome. He's, he's had a great year. Fuck me. From what he was to what he is. you got to give that... He's the man of steel. They, he was down and out. They dropped him. How many times have Red Bull kicked him out of the team? Two, uh, three? Is it two uh, or three? I want to say it was at least once because he was partnered with Ricardo. It was, twice. it was definitely it was twice. twice. It was twice, yeah. He's been kicked in the gut so many times by Red Bull and he's come back because he didn't even have a drive last year, did he? No. And so he came back this year and he's blitzed it, man. He's done well. He's it was be- a similar vein on Grosjean. Just got himself in some incidents and then I think psycholo- psych- yeah. psychologically speaking, wasn't in the he's right awesome. headspace. But they reckon- now he's come back very good. They reckon he's uh, sorted his personal life out now too. I think he's about to be a dad or something. So they reckon he's got motivation and he's he's focused. Man, whenever they do an interview with Kvyat, he's the man of steel. I like him. Fuck, I want him. He's back come at, a long way. I want him back at Red Bull. I want to see. Well, I mean, that was the, the rumor that I heard was Kvyat out out into uh, Red Bull. No, into Renault. Gone altogether. Kvyat out altogether. What now? Um, Hulkenberg to Red Bull, Gasly back to Toro. But so there was that whole seat with the they Renault. They can't kick Kvyat now, surely. They're, I mean, he's so good now. Well, that's the rumor. That's the other one that's doing the the rounds. I don't. I don't. I, I heard that rumor on. A, I saw that rumor. I should say on a video, and it didn't make any sense to me because it I'm makes like, more sense than um, than Gasly to Renault. But Renault's got no relationship with Red Bull anymore. Mm, they hate I mean. Red Bull. Yeah, hate them. I couldn't see that happening. No, yeah, back in the old days, the when they had a Renault engine in the back of the Red Bull, then I'd say, yeah, I see. Yeah, I don't see it now. No. So I mean, that's what I mean. That's why I've heard the Renault seat's going to be left empty. There's not sure who's going to go in there. I think Hulkenberg's got the shits. You know why? I think he's got. We'll get to Renault now. Okay. And we'll go back to Toro Rosso, because I think Ricardo is slowly dominating. Well, he's um, out-qualified him every race. But I think he, even in the races too. And I think when I also see it in the garage, if you have a look behind the scenes, if you look carefully, the mechanics are rallying around Daniel. 
And I think he's got that charismatic personality. Well, I think he's, he's a likable guy. And he's come to the team at, when they're at a low point. And all of a sudden, Hulkenberg's been their number one driver for years. And all of a sudden, I'm not saying Hulkenberg's shit because I think he's good. Very but, good. But all of a sudden, Ricardo's coming into that pit and they're going, holy fuck, this guy's unbelievable. This well, guy's the real deal, and so they're putting their 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 love more towards him. I think that you know how it's just natural. Like oh. Verstappen was getting the love at Red Bull, Vettel gets the love at um, Ferrari, Hamilton gets the love at Mercedes. That doesn't matter if they got equal gear. Mm. It's just some extra attention that they get, and I think Ricardo's starting to get it at uh, Renault, and he's driven awesome since I last talked to you about Formula One. He's, yeah, you know, which was back in the Australian the GP. That started. was a low. The fucking wing just. And look, it's up. good yeah. to see because Renault bought more updates this week. They look like they're going okay. They looked good. I mean, they were, they've been consistent. FP one, FP two, FP three. They were in the top ten, which yeah. was good. They to might, see. they might, they might not get their goal that they want, which is fourth in the constructors, because they're quite a fair way behind McLaren now. And they, and when you're only fighting for the scraps of points, <laughs> you're not going to get twenty five points in no. a weekend. No. So I think they might push shit up a hill. But if they end the season off. As a Look, consistent, if they come in fifth behind yeah. a customer team, yeah. I don't think you'd be too unimpressed. No, no. not with the start know, that they had. They had yeah. a horrible start. Yeah, your power unit's been good. Yeah, look, you take that. But but also too, Ricardo's been brilliant. Hulkenberg's been good too. I just think consistent. He's, he's consistent. But you know what? Hulkenberg seems like a nice guy because you know what he said when Daniel was struggling at the start of the year. He goes, "Nah." I know how good he is. I give him a few more races because it's hard to get into a new team and I expect him to give me a lot of trouble and it's happened. So, you know what? We don't know what the race result will be for Canada. It hasn't happened yet. Maybe things will change, but they've both been solid. Yep. But Ricardo's showing he's a class act in a team that's struggling, right? Mm-hmm. Toro Rosso, Albon's been fucking awesome too. You know, because we talked about Kvyat. Yep. Albon's been brilliant. They've both been consistent. Albon's a star, mate. He's a star. And they're up higher than they should be. I mean, they've Yeah, been- car's good. Car's brilliant. The Honda's good. It's, it's, I think it's lacking power. It's showing it at Canada. I think yeah, it's, it's lacking not, some not power. Down the straight. No, it's lacking power. But the Honda's been reliable. And you know what? I think McLaren are ruining their decision to go to Renault personally. Because you know why? Because they always Ron Dennis always said, "I want a fact. I want a works engine. You can't win championships without works constructors behind you." And that's why I've signed with Honda. And he was there to the end when he said, "No, Honda's the. We got to stick this out with Honda." They'll come good. And you know what? Then they had a change of... uh, He he fucked off. And then they said... And Eric Bullier came in. And he fucked off as well. But you know what? They they changed into the Renault engines. And I think they looked down the pits and see what Honda's doing with Red Bull and go, we could have been there. We could have been there. We could have had the love of a works manufacturer behind us. That's what I think. Who knows? So well, they can't be doing. They're not doing too bad with the old, the no, old Renaults of the moment. No, they're so going to be happy with that. They're happy with that. So Toro Rosso, we've been over them. Uh, Racing Point. I, I'm very good that I didn't say Force India. Racing mm, Point did very well, mate. Um, Lance Stroll hasn't been horrible. Hasn't been great either. But he hasn't been great either. And um, who's he? I'm, I'm trying to Sergio. Perez. Sergio Perez, Perez is Sergio. The two it, money men. Yeah, I don't think they deserve their seats. Did you? You heard point. that? You heard the uh, that podcast I spoke to you yeah. about. With a Sergio Perez, I mean the guy's just battled, man. He is battled to you get know to what, where he is. You know what hurt really him? Good on, oh, yeah. You know what hurt him? He went to McLaren when he was not mature. Yeah, he went to McLaren and he made mistakes. Brilliant, brilliant podcast to listen to. You know what happened with Sergio? You know what happened with Sergio Picklebear? He went to McLaren 
when he wasn't ready for it. He's even admitted it. Mm-hmm. And he came up against Jensen Button, who was a world champion by then and a class act. And he made silly little mistakes within the team, not just on in the tr- on the car in the track. You it's know, like immaturity. Yeah, you know? yeah. He crashed in a button a couple of times, and he got offside with Button. You know, they had a little bit of a beef with each other for a little bit, but they've got over it. And McLaren dropped him, and he's never, ever, ever got the confidence of a big team ever again. And he's done now. He knows he's done. He's too old now. He's got no links with Ferrari. He's got no links with Mercedes. No, but he's consistent. He's he's not a but bad driver. But he's consistent and he's a good driver. I actually rate for him. somebody who you know come in with what a bit of sponsorship, nothing yeah. major. Yeah, you know, basically has battled and got through it on his own merits. Oh, damn, I saw his eyes closed. Was I was he, trying, I was trying he's to fall in it. He's, he's, he's going. It's all right, I'm still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sock puppet. Um, he, he, you got jet lag. Oh, what do you think? Harden up, you fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, not bad. Force India. Oh, sorry. Racing Racing Ah, uh, you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard, man. It's hard. But you know what? They don't help themselves. What's like this? Getting the same pink and white. Yeah, but they've got sports, Preza, oh, they got racing or yeah, something. that's a full team name. Sports oh, Preza. what the fuck? Yeah. It doesn't make racing sense. Point no. Team. But Sergio's been good. Lance Stroll hasn't been horrible, but he is what he is. He is what he is. Um, where else are we at? The group? Williams. Williams have been horrible. And I'm telling you now, I'm sorry. That's but, heartbreaking. But Kibitza's no. not up to it, oh, mate. Is not up He's to not it, up no. to it. I'm sorry he's not. I think yesterday in FP1 where they put that other, the new fella in there sort of proved. Yeah, it proved it. Proved it. Because Russell's did, been good. Russell's been really good. George Russell. Have you seen any of his interviews? He is a good interview. He's he awesome. You know, he's... He's a star, man. He's just got to get out of Williams. He's landed in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> But you know what? People down the grid will see yeah, what he's doing ta- with that his car. talent. He's, I mean, Kubica is, you know, look, as much as he's not in it nowadays, he is a good driver. He's an awesome driver back in the day. But, back in the day. But I actually think his injury is preventing him from driving effectively. Yes. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, which is sad. And it's sad, but... But, you know, look, 10 out of 10 for him to get back to where he mm, is now, uh, from where he was. I'm going to say 12 out of 10 for getting back yeah, to where he no, is, because he's amazing to get back to where he's come back come from. And credit where credit's due that Williams gave him a chance. And credit where he's due for on his front that he has turned up. And, and, still, and maybe you know, we're not looking at the big picture. Maybe his role is not to actually... Outdo Russell is to he's got a lot of knowledge in his noggin and he, about how to set cars up. He's and, another Nicky Lauda, you know, can yeah. feel his ass and knows that a nut over there is undone. And yeah, you know, so. so you know what, he's a he he's a lost world champion because oh. I think if he hadn't have had that accident, oh, he was amazing, and he had have been at the right place at the right time. I mean, you look at him back yeah. in that BMW. He, did he was awesome in that in BMW that. that shouldn't have been done. No, yeah, and that was great. even in the Renault when the Renault when Renault came back. Remember he went to Renault yeah. in like 2010, I want to say? Somewhere around 2011, there. 2010. He was doing all right in that, that car, and that was pretty shit. a couple shit. of podiums. Hmm. When, in, the that BMW, time. in the uh, BMW. Uh, was it the BMW Sauber? What yes. was it? it? Sauber. Yeah. It was BMW. BMW yes. was bankrolling it heavily. Yes. When he, when he was in that, he was killing it. But I think he's a little bit out of his, <laughs> de- out of his depth. Talking about old names. A name that popped up the other day that I haven't seen in a while, Ralphie. Oh, Ralphie Schumacher. DTM. Oh, right. I didn't realize he was doing DTM nowadays. Yeah. Well, you know, the last thing you spoke about when we were on, a, on the podcast talking about F1 was uh, Mick Schumacher, and I think he's even closer now. Oh. I think he's a foregone, foregone conclusion that he's going to get in. The F1. question. The question is who from Alpha is leaving to, for him to come in. Uh, I'm going to say Giovinazzi. I think Raikkonen is doing a great job. 
even though today did shoot. Even though today he got out qualified by Juvenazzi. First time. First time. But I think Raikkonen's needed for his uh, knowledge. And did, he's, did you he's, see what he said in FP2? No. T- typical Kimmy on the radio. What is going on in your car? The fucking cables here. What is this? <laughs> He's so awesome. He's brilliant. He's so yeah. awesome. But you know why Ferrari have one hundred percent put him in that Alfa Romeo to set that team up as a B team? It's a feeder team. It's it's like the Toro Rosso is for Red Bull, mm. right? It's a feeder team, and if they've got a new bit that they're not sure about, they give it to Alpha, and if it makes the Alpha sing, we'll put it on the Ferrari. 100%, that's what it is. And so Raikkonen's final years of Formula 1, he's being paid a mozza of money to be a test driver for Alfa Romeo. Yeah, I think well, he's still got it. Oh, absolutely. He's still brilliant. Mate, he, mm. he's shitting all over Giovinazzi. In fact, I'm going to say now, let's go to that. Giovinazzi's done. I don't think... I know he had a good day today, but I don't think he's... <laughs> yeah, he had a good day. He qualified, what, 19? Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, in terms of our qualifying, uh, Kimmy. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, 14, he hasn't... 15, he hasn't... Yeah, 14th or something, wasn't it? Yeah. He hasn't uh, put himself in glory, is what I'm trying to say. No. I don't think he's... He's not an Albon, and he's not a uh, Russell... Uh, no. All these rookies that came in this year, or Norris. I think, or Norris, Norris, Norris has been awesome. George right? Russell, mm. yep. So yeah. he's the least uh, capable at the moment in the best car, probably in, at the moment in a better car yeah. than certainly the Williams. Oh. Uh, so I don't think he's going to see the distance, Giovinazzi. And he also remember was it last year or the year before? Might have been last year. He got uh, to drive the Sauber when it was Sauber, and he binned it in China a couple of times. So he hasn't actually. Put himself into glories, no, has he? No, but back to Williams. Claire looked kind of upbeat. Did you see the Claire interview this week? No, I haven't seen it. No. So they were over the production problems. They are doing updates now. Yeah, they think they found the problem, but they don't think they can solve it this year. What well, the problem is the car shit, mate. No. It's three seconds a lap slower than the slowest yeah. other car. That's what I mean. That's there's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they're saying that uh, the, the, the they've got shit. they've got Patrick Head back there. Yes, which Sir Patrick, Head. Sir Patrick, which means that he's cracked a few skulls. I'm sure. Oh, for sure. Because he's a f- well. Because one of their other problems was parts. Yeah, like just your general day to day parts. They couldn't get them on the car. Well, not only that, they didn't have them. Yeah. So their production line has been filled up. I mean, what we're at race six? They've only just finished producing parts for the car. And now there's well, they went to start on it last race, but they had that chassis problem with the new or the barge board gone. Yep. Um, so they've actually just started on the par- updated parts. They've started producing them now. So they're hoping to roll them out over the next yeah. few races. Yeah. Hopefully, we see something because yeah. I know you keep saying Williams will get bought out and they'll be gone. But I do think that will I, still happen. I honestly think they're. I mean, we all know Ferrari is the backbone of Formula One. Oh, I think Williams are one of the most important ribs. Off mm. that, you know, they're they've been there forever. They're a battler's team. They've been, you know, started by a fucking mechanic. I don't disagree at all. I yeah. love Williams, man. My oh. favorite. I'll tell you my favorite F one car of all time. FW fourteen, eh? If that's the nineteen ninety seven Williams Renault, that thing that was driven by Jacques Villeneuve and of course Heinz Harold Frensen was no, a that was a seventeen. That was a seventeen. Yeah, that thing. The was fourteen was uh, un- Damon Hill and Nigel yeah. Mansell. So I'm talking the ninety seven model. With the, the the Williams Renault, that thing with Jacques Villeneuve and Heinz Harold Frenzen, that was a beast. That whole era, that of was cars, a beast. Fourteen through to seventeen in the FW, amazing, unbelievable car. car. Just like the Ferraris of the early two thousands, and right? it looked it looked pretty. It was such a beautiful looking car because it didn't have any weird aerodynamic bits. 
because it was an Adrian, Adrian Newey design car. It looked it looked the shit. I was right? playing F one not last night, the night before hmm. uh, twenty eighteen. I just won because I'm trying to do you know each race in the Formula One. I'll go and do you know in the game. Hmm. So I just did Canada and won, and it gave me the offer. You know that gives you the um, practice not practice days a. Uh, uh, expedition events mm-hmm. so I could either go drive the 2007 Ferrari or I could drive the 1994 Williams I was like yeah 1994 Williams every day of the week oh absolutely absolutely they were unstoppable but I look I still the car think, was that good they had to ban it yeah basically. I still think that uh, two two things that are controversial I think Claire Williams is out of out of the out of her depth I do think that she will be replaced or she will step back I don't think she's capable of being a team principal. I'm sorry, she's not. Look, she goes in there. I mean, you know she's there because Toto put her there. Yeah, yeah. If Toto thinks that she's worthwhile, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't feel she's got the... the. Um, I don't think she's got the, the means to make the necessary... She's no decision. Frank. No, she's that's what I mean. Frank. That's what I was trying to say. She hasn't got the oomph to make a tough decision. Without hurting people and crushing people's feelings, yeah. you know what I mean? Whereas Frank would do it and drink a cup of tea while he's doing it, right? He was unbelievable. And Patrick, see, people don't... See, this is why Heinz Harold Frenson, and we talked about this, why he failed, was because he Frank and Patrick Head were absolutely ruthless. If they didn't get what they wanted or they thought something wasn't working, they'd crack heads, right? And I don't think Claire's got that oomph or that ounce about her she hasn't got it and i don't and i think that's what they need but unfortunately they've got a they've got a major budget problem they keep having an issue with budget even though they've got more sponsors again this year but i i think at some point they're going to have to go that's sad it's not like they're going to withdraw from the championship but if they can't close the gap and we're talking three seconds a lap here that's massive that's like night and day in formula one at some point, if someone comes along like a manufacturer, so here's the thing: what if, and there's been rumours for years, what if Volkswagen, Volkswagen, Audi Group, VAG, not interested? Have you I, seen their latest thing? They come out the other day going that they um, so the Porsche, the, the well, the, there's rumours that Porsche want to make an engine. No, no, uh, no they saw the so 2020 was it they what is it the 919 Evo hybrid? Is there the, was their last Le Mans car? Right. So they were designed, were about to jump into F1, but they didn't like the powertrans. They didn't like anything to do with it. So they've actually cut all ties. They're not interested. And there was something else about 2021 regs not being out for them. So they're not interested. They're like, no, yeah, so this is the other thing. The 2021 regs have hurt new manufacturers coming mm. into the fold yeah, because, because they haven't got enough time, though. They needed at least two or three years to design an engine or something. Um, to come into the competition. And because they've pissed around with the 2021 regs to this point, 18 months out from well, 2021... Porsche actually right? apparently had the motor built. Yeah, They were running it around right. in one of the 919 Evos as a test mule. Yeah. But then there was something about the... I think it was something about the hybrid unit they didn't like and just went... I'd love later. to see them in the comp. I'd love to see a Porsche-driven F1 car. You know what well, I mean? How long like, has it been? What? Uh, the 80s, wasn't it? Early Williams. Yeah, I mean that wasn't even the whole motor. Wasn't that was McLaren just a also a Porsche-driven it car? Wasn't Porsche, Porsche tag, it was a tag, yeah, tag. A tag, 
stuff. Was it, yeah, McLaren as well, wasn't it? Yeah, McLaren. And McLaren. They, yeah, they both had Porsche. They were turbo engines. Yes. I think with the good of the sport, 2021, they've just got to leave and start focusing on 2022. You know what I reckon? changes because it's too late in the piece now. Yeah, but they can't, as you said, but they can't agree on that. Fucked. They can't agree on Someone's got to just grow Yeah, they need to do. And fucking they need to out. go get Senna's fucking old car. Bring it in and go, boys. Build this. That's, that's what, your that's fucking what it's car. Be, yeah, but it's not safe enough. It's not this enough. But okay, guys, it's going to cost too car. much. See this car here? See the lack of aerodynamics on it? That's this really, is your fucking that's car. Right, back to Make this but it fucking safe. It goes back to motor. what I've been saying. I don't know shit about aerodynamics. No. I'm not a mechanic. I don't know anything about it, right? And I'm pulling shit out of my ass. But when I look at a modern-day F1 car, oh, there is so many bits so and pieces hanging off it. That says to me... It even takes a little knock during the race and it's affected, so the race is over for the driver. Fragile. Yeah. That's so crap. Well, I'd even prefer to see refueling back just for some competition because as it is now, you've got five potential drivers that are going to win, barring an absolute catastrophe. I loved refueling. I thought that was awesome. But not only. Just another thing you add, another dynamic to the race. It could be good or bad. It mixes it up a bit. Did Did you hear the report on Bottas and Verstappen at Monaco? Yeah, where they ran into each other in pit lane. Yeah. Do you know what that was put down to? That was put down to Lewis Hamilton's exit out of the pit box. He touched a fucking gun, which took them two seconds to reset the position of the gun, which slowed down Bottas's thing, which put him into the side of fucking Vissap. All that because Hamilton pulled out of the pit slightly wrong and touched a gun. Yeah. But they're talking about bringing back mandatory pit stops. A yep. minimum of two pit stops per race, because at the moment they only need to do one, and that that's kind of leaving everything. Just something it will bring some excitement because yeah. well, you know now they, you pick the wrong strategy, and you're driving around for thirty laps going well. The well, you know, can't die, can't fucking do any. It's boring. Well, you know, in the nineties, you know, in the nineties they bought refueling back, right? And they period. did it deliberately for what you just said to bring more excitement for the TV viewers and the people in the audience, right? But then they had too many refueling catastrophes, errors, yeah. errors, and they've taken it away on safety grounds. And you know what? With the, the world that we live yeah, in, it ain't, it ain't coming back. As much as I want it to come back. Cause, but see, I mean, it's, it, and also, other, you, other motorsports achieve it. Like NASCAR does it. IndyCar does it. V8 supercars NASCAR does it. NASCAR pit stops are the best. NASCAR pit stops are fucking yeah. mental. Yeah, it, I do like that. Oh, I do like that. They're impressive to watch. NASCAR yeah. pit stops by far. I mean, don't get me wrong. Look. Watching a Formula One car come in, stop for two point eight seconds, mm. all but, four tires and gone. But not only that, of- when when they had refueling, you had it was sort of artificial, but you'd have different people on pole because they had less fuel in the tank than the other cars because you started yeah. the race with the fuel that you had in the car. So mm. you might say you're a Daniel Ricardo in the Renault today. And you put that thing on pole, you scratch your head and go, how the fuck did he get pole? Did he get pole based on his fuel load or did he get pole purely on his pace? No. And you got the answer to that question during the race. Two because races, two, like, ra- two like laps, five, into, the five race. laps yeah. into the race. Oh, he's in the pits. Oh, he did flatter to deceive. <laughs> you know, Martin Brunner would always say that. Geez, they've flattered to deceive because they've clearly got no petrol in the car. He's pulled over and five laps and he's put new tyres on it and filled Did it up. There you go. That's what, that's what Liberty, Liberty, Liberty Media needs to do. Something like go that. Go to Martin Brundle. Yeah. yeah. Here you go, mate. But they've got 2021 regs. Here's a blank piece of paper. But There's I don't a pen. think they're capable of making the rules. That's the FIA. And they've all gone into their shell. And unfortunately, Liberty Media for me this year, and I could be speaking out of my ass, and I probably am, they've gone very quiet this year. 
they've not really said a lot. Hmm. No, remember I last mean, Cap- year, they- Captain Moustache has been there at every race. Yeah, and you've but- seen him floating around, but that's it. And they're not saying shit. And mm. I think if I was Liberty Media, Liberty Media, I'd be knocking on Jean Tot's door, who's the president of the FIA, and I'd be saying, "Listen, Jean, the show's boring as fuck. What can we do? Because he's an ex." team principal as well at Ferrari uh, what can we do to make this thing fucking a little more exciting can we bring back refueling oh it's dangerous how do we get over that you know yeah. what I mean like because uh, you're right they do it in every other major motorsport you know they do it in V8s comfortably they do it in Indy they do it in fuck they do NASCAR. it in NASCAR with a bottle yeah I mean, that's fucking hell. Hell. it's a cracker isn't yeah, it they don't give a fuck you right. know like I don't know what the answer is myself thought, but that was another thing that I thought was great from the Canadian Grand Prix Watching the difference between every other fucking marshal in the world, and then one who you can see is done indie cars. Yeah, because indie cars don't mind. You know, the, the marshals don't mind getting out on the middle of the fucking track. Whilst there's a car running. Wasn't past there him. a guy just standing there in P one? There was a guy standing, a, a marshal standing, not far off the track. And he was like, "Yeah, this is cool." Like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yes. And and the cars are screaming past. But not him only and- that was um, which one crashed in P in FP one, and they just sort of. You know, oh, they're going to red flag it. They're going to red flag it. They're going to red flag it. Fuck, the car's off the track. They've got yeah. the, they had to get the car off the track. Mm, yeah. yeah, it was like brilliant. I love how that grand, uh, Groundhog or whatever it is <laughs> almost got hit by a, a car in P1. That like, was, what's his name, from the dude who stood in for Kimika? Yeah, like 300 kilometers an hour it almost got hit. Wouldn't Jesus be, Wouldn't be much left of it or the no. car. But look, really? all I'm saying is right now, as a guy that's been watching it for 20 plus years, Yep. This season for me has probably been the lowest point I can remember. It's yeah. it's I'm struggling with it, man. I'm telling you now, I'm struggling with it. I'm like, fuck me. You, you guys have got this all wrong. The cars are wrong. They look they don't look right. They don't they, sound they right. They don't sound right. Uh it's predictable. I can almost bet if it's not Lewis Hamilton win, winning it, it'll be Bottas. Right? I can almost put my, my house on it. That's how predictable it is. There's no strategy in the pits because they're not. There's no fuel in the cars, like you said. Mm. So remember in the old days when they used to. Classic example: 1998, Michael Schumacher in the Hungarian Grand Prix. He went on a three-stop uh, pit strategy. He had the car basically running on fumes, and he put in so many fast laps that he leapfrogged. Uh, he I think it was the McLarens, and he won the race. It was ridiculous. He, the excitement. The excitement. The excitement he pushed it so hard. The car was covered in brake dust. Every lap was uh, I still qualifying. Remember, uh, was it Gene Todd or was it um, Ross Braun? As he was pulling out of the pits and went, basically, so every lap from here on in is a qualifying lap. You know yeah. that, don't you? And yeah. he was like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he pushed that car so hard. But that's what you want. And then he came quickly in to do his third pit stop, and he still just got out in front of the McLarens. And he did it by strategy. And then people, people they were saying, oh, but you're winning races artificially. You're winning it on the, on the strategies of the... Of the pits and on fueling, but you know what? I'd rather have that shit than, than this, this shit we've got, we where moment. we've got basically, yeah, it is the fastest car that wins, but that's kind of boring me to tears because the fastest car is so much faster that none of the other teams can possibly catch up. Yeah, I mean, they even just can't catch even up. back when Ferrari was dominant, those early two thousands, yeah, there were still other cars there that you thought could win. Not not anymore. You know, it's it's McLaren now. I'm going to put one out. One little theory out to you before that's the maid lady. Before um, we finish this particular topic up, because we're getting close to the time limit of this bullshit podcast. I think it's one hour twenty seven. Oh yeah, the bladder is starting to. 
It might like. be. It might be ready to burst. My question to you is, I, I've been thinking about this. I want another tyre manufacturer to come back in. I need, we, need enough, we need something to mix it up. Because when you had Michelin v Bridgestone or Bridgestone v Goodyear, every race it was unpredictable. You didn't know who got it right. Did yep. you get did Bridgestone get it right or did Goodyear get it right? This has more did, variable. Which yep, is more did Michelin get it right or did... But now you've got fucking Pirellis and, it, and the tyres... Are the worst enemies of the of the cars now because well, they I mean, can't that's switch everybody... them on. Or they they're so they, they degrade so quickly. They reckon at the Canadian Grand Prix tonight. Oh. They... <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> the Canadian Grand Prix tonight. They're going to last a couple of laps and disintegrate. Oh, we saw the degradation during. Yeah. So I'm like, well, see, in a way, it might bring some excitement. That's what I Let's think. Let's just hope the Mercedes tires just explode and then everyone's going to have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Final topic that I want to talk to you guys about very quickly. Mm. The other thing that's happening this weekend at the time of this recording, I don't know when this will go up because there's a lot of editing that needs to happen with it. Um, and sock puppet mm. Jason Relaxation is looking very, very sleepy. E3's on. Are we doing this in the next episode? Yeah. No. Next episode's another another topic. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, do we want to do that in another... Well, no. we're at that... You said, you said, I want to make this episode an hour. Oh, shut up, sock puppet, Jason. It's fucking hour and a half, man. All right, well, I've said... cut it here, then? All right, well, we'll you know what? The next one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's cut it here. Cut it. Done. Have you said anything you wanted to say about the Formula One at this point of the season? Hamilton's a twerk. <laughs> <laughs> and he's putting down the time signature. Pickle Bear needs to put down more time Pickle signatures. Bear. You'll thank me later. I will. <laughs> Sock puppet Jason Relaxation, have you said everything you wanted to say? I didn't say very much. No. <laughs> it's, Where's you, my coffee? Okay. You, you are so cute and you are unbelievably knowledgeable when it camps you. I'm actually going to bring down a sock puppet for the next episode. Yeah, bring down it, Sock puppet Jason Relaxation. Tube sock puppet or... It's not your cum sock, is it? Oh, oh no, don't. Oh. I'm not putting my hand on it. <laughs> oh, is it not like the, his power glove, is it? No. The past tense of cum sock. You know, is Super Simon won't even. He wouldn't even oh. pick it up. I wouldn't pick it up. I see. I'm not fucking going no, it's the fleshlight you got to worry about. That I wouldn't. Oh, oh yeah, we were going to talk about that. The flesh. The flesh jack is a product Russell and I are very familiar with. Oh what? What is it? The flesh jack. Fuck if I know. Remember the flesh jack. Oh, actually, we'll save that for the work. Save that, one. Save, <laughs> save that for the, the next episode. Is that safe to Google? No, save it for the next episode. I'll tell you. Just Down here it is. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Super Simon, shout out to him. He sent me a picture before we got on of a... Fleshlight? S- fleshlight, but it was a Subway one. And it was called the Fresh the fresh uh, sh- Sub or whatever it was. The Fresh Light. It's a Jared model and made it was for bas- children. It was basically oh, a... Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, Subway, no longer our sponsor. No longer our sponsor. <laughs> It was the shape of a subway roll with a hole in it. Oh, God. That's disturbing. I could fuck a sandwich, depending on the fillings. <laughs> bit or of a, ham, bit of mayo. They made a whole movie about fucking a pie. <laughs> and, on that, and, on that, and on that note, we're done. This has been Invert the Y, episode 12.1.5, Stardate Log, Captain's Log, fucking I don't know, I don't give a shit. Oh, thank Point you, two. Jason Sock Puppet Relaxation, for being here. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Happy Kill, and very handsome. Thank you, Nervous Nathan. Thank you, Rocket Russell, for coming thank in you. and talking Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for coming in. Oh, I'm sorry I ranted about Formula One since 
January this year. I can't help it. I've been pissed off with Renault's performance and for the lack of their fucking pace and it's a rabbit hole I can't get out of. It's like everything else I've got to improve in my bullshit life. Like, why do I keep using the fleshlight? Because <laughs> it feels good. Damn fucking straight. <laughs> and until next time, you little fucks, we'll talk to you about <laughs> some more retrodom and all that rest of it unless you millennials can't handle it because you got to text everybody to open up a front door and the maid lady's going off. And until then, roll it, monkeys! <laughs>